This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. Want to encounter scripture in a fresh and beautiful new way? Keep listening to learn about a New Testament in English by Native North Americans for Native North Americans and all English-speaking peoples. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash Table. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament Reading Leviticus 1 Introduction to the Sacrificial Regulations Then the Lord called Moses and spoke to him from the meeting tent. Speak to the Israelites and tell them, When someone among you presents an offering to the Lord, you must present your offering from the domesticated animals, either from the herd or from the flock. Burnt Offering Regulations Animal from Herd If his offering is a burnt offering from the herd, he must present a flawless male. He must present it at the entrance of the meeting tent for its acceptance before the Lord. He must lay his hand on the head of the burnt offering, and it will be accepted for him to make atonement on his behalf. Then the one presenting the offering must slaughter the bull before the Lord, and the sons of Aaron, the priest, must present the blood and splash the blood against the sides of the altar, which is at the entrance of the meeting tent. Next, the one presenting the offering must skin the burnt offering and cut it into parts, and the sons of Aaron, The priest must put fire on the altar and arrange the wood on the fire. Then the sons of Aaron, the priest, must arrange the parts with the head and the suet on the wood that is on the fire on the altar. Finally, the one presenting the offering must wash its entrails and its legs in water, and the priest must offer all of it up in the smoke on the altar. It is a burnt offering, a gift of a soothing aroma to the Lord. Animal from the flock. If his offering is from the flock for a burnt offering, from the sheep or the goats, he must present a flawless male and must slaughter it on the north side of the altar before the Lord. And the sons of Aaron, the priest, will splash its blood against the altar's sides. Next, the one presenting the offering must cut it into parts with its head and its suet. And the priest must arrange them on the wood that is in the fire on the altar. Then the one presenting the offering must wash the entrails and the legs in water, 
and the priest must present all of it and offer it up in smoke on the altar. It is a burnt offering, a gift of a soothing aroma to the Lord. Offering of Birds If his offering to the Lord is a burnt offering of birds, he must present his offering from the turtle doves or from the young pigeons. The priest must present it at the altar, pinch off its head, and offer the head up in smoke on the altar, and its blood must be drained out against the side of the altar. Then the priest must remove its entrails by cutting off its tail feathers and throw them to the east side of the altar into the place of fatty ashes and tear it open by its wings without dividing it into parts. Finally, the priest must offer it up in smoke and on the altar, on the wood which it is in the fire. It is a burnt offering, a gift of a soothing aroma to the Lord. Leviticus 20 Prohibitions Against Illegitimate Family Worship The Lord spoke to Moses, You are to say to the Israelites, Any man from the Israelites, or any of the resident foreigners who live in Israel, who gives any of his children to Molech, must be put to death. The people of the land must pelt him with stones. I myself will set my face against that man and cut him off from the midst of his people, because he has given some of his children to Molech and thereby defiled my sanctuary and profaned my holy name. If, however, the people of the land shut their eyes to that man when he gives some of his children to Molech so that they do not put him to death, I myself will set my face against that man and his clan. I will cut off from the midst of the people both him and all who follow after him in spiritual prostitution, committing prostitution by worshiping Molech. Prohibition against spiritists and mediums. The person who turns to the spirits of the dead and familiar spirits to commit prostitution by going after them I will set my face against that person and cut him off from the midst of his people. Exhortation to Holiness and Obedience You must sanctify yourselves and be holy, because I am the Lord your God. You must be sure to obey my statutes. I am the Lord who sanctifies you. Family Life and Sexual Prohibitions If anyone curses his father or mother, he must be put to death. He has cursed his father or mother. His blood guilt is on himself. If a man commits adultery with his neighbor's wife, both the adulterer and the adulteress must be put to death. If a man goes to bed with his father's wife, he has exposed his father's nakedness. Both of them must be put to death. Their blood guilt is on themselves. If a man goes to bed with his daughter-in-law, both of them must be put to death. They have committed perversion. Their blood guilt is on themselves. If a man goes to bed with a male as one goes to bed with a woman, the two of them have committed an abomination. They must be put to death. Their blood guilt is on themselves. If a man has marital relations with both a woman and her mother, it is lewdness. Both he and they must be burned to death. So there is no lewdness in your midst. If a man has sexual relations with an animal, he must be put to death, and you must kill the animal. If a woman approaches any animal to copulate with it, you must kill the woman, and the animal must be put to death. Their blood guilt is on themselves. If a man has marital relations with his sister, whether the daughter of his father or his mother, 
so that he sees her nakedness and she sees his nakedness. It is a disgrace. They must be cut off in the sight of the children of their people. He has exposed his sister's nakedness. He will bear his punishment for iniquity. If a man goes to bed with a menstruating woman and uncovers her nakedness, he has laid bare her fountain of blood, and she has exposed the fountain of her blood. So both of them must be cut off from the midst of their people. You must not expose the nakedness of your mother's sister or your father's sister, for such a person has exposed his own close relative. They must bear their punishment for iniquity. If a man goes to bed with his aunt, he has exposed his uncle's nakedness. They must bear responsibility for their sin. They will die childless. If a man has marital relations with his brother's wife, it is indecency. He has exposed his brother's nakedness. They will be childless. Exhortation to Holiness and Obedience You must be sure to obey all my statutes and regulations so that the land to which I am about to bring you to take up residence does not vomit you out. You must not walk in statues of the nations, which I am about to drive out before you, because they have done all these things, and I am filled with disgust against them. So I have said to you, you yourselves will possess their land, and I myself will give it to you for a possession, a land flowing with milk and honey. I am the Lord your God, who has set you apart from the other peoples. Therefore, you must distinguish between the clean animal and the unclean and between the unclean bird and the clean. And you must not make yourselves detestable by means of an animal or bird or anything that creeps on the ground. Creatures I have distinguished for you as unclean. You must be holy to me because I, the Lord, am holy, and I have set you apart from the other peoples to be mine. Prohibition against spiritists and mediums. A man or woman who has in them a spirit of the dead or a familiar spirit must be put to death. They must pelt them with stones. Their blood guilt is on themselves. Deuteronomy chapter 19 verses 14 through 21. Laws concerning witnesses. You must not encroach on your neighbor's property, which will have been defined in the inheritance you will obtain in the land the Lord your God is giving you. A single witness may not testify against another person for any trespass or sin that he commits. A matter may be legally established only on the testimony of two or three witnesses. If a false witness testifies against another person and accuses him of a crime, then both parties to the controversy must stand before the Lord, that is, before the priests and judges who will be in office in those days. The judges will thoroughly investigate the matter, and if the witness should prove to be false and to have given false testimony against the accused, you must do to him what he had intended to do to the accused. In this way, you will purge the evil from among you. The rest of the people will hear and become afraid to keep doing such evil among you. You must not show pity. The principle will be a life for a life, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, a hand for a hand, and a foot for a foot. Psalm 40 for the music director, 
a psalm of David. I relied completely on the Lord, and he turned toward me and heard my cry for help. He lifted me out of the watery pit, out of the slimy mud. He placed my feet on a rock and gave me secure footing. He gave me reason to sing a new song, praising our God. May many see what God has done, so that they might swear allegiance to him and trust in the Lord. How blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord and does not seek help from the proud or from liars. O Lord, my God, you have accomplished many things. You have done amazing things and carried out your purposes for us. No one can thwart you. I want to declare your deeds and talk about them, but they are too numerous to recount. Receiving sacrifices and offerings are not your primary concern. You make that quite clear to me. You do not ask for burnt sacrifices and sin offerings. Then I say, look, I come. What is written in the scroll pertains to me. I want to do what pleases you, my God. Your law dominates my thoughts. I have told the great assembly about your justice. Look, I spare no words. O Lord, you know this is true. I have not failed to tell you about your justice. I spoke about your reliability and deliverance. I have not neglected to tell the great assembly about your loyal love and faithfulness. O Lord, you do not withhold your compassion from me. May your loyal love and faithfulness continually protect me, for innumerable dangers surround me. My sins overtake me, so I am unable to see. They outnumber the hairs of my head, so my strength fails me. Please be willing, O Lord, to rescue me. O Lord, hurry and help me. May those who are trying to snatch away my life be totally embarrassed and ashamed. May those who want to harm me be turned back and ashamed. May those who say to me, aha, aha, be humiliated and disgraced. May all those who seek you be happy and rejoice in you. May those who love to experience your deliverance say continually, May the Lord be praised. I am oppressed and needy. May the Lord pay attention to me. You are my helper and my deliverer. Oh my God, do not delay. New Testament reading. Hebrews 10. Concluding exposition. Old and new sacrifices contrasted. For the law possesses a shadow of the good things to come, but not the reality itself, and is therefore completely unable, by the same sacrifices offered continually, year after year, to perfect those who come to worship. For otherwise, would they not have ceased to be offered, since the worshipers would have been purified once for all, and so have no further consciousness of sin? But in those sacrifices, there is a reminder of sins year after year. For it is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. So when he came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you prepared for me. Whole burnt offerings and sin offerings you took no delight in. Then I said, Here I am. I have come. It is written of me in the scroll of the book to do your will, O God. When he says above, sacrifices and offerings and whole burnt offerings and sin offerings you did not desire, 
nor did you take delight in them, which are offered according to the law. Then he says, Here I am. I have come to do your will. He does away with the first to establish the second. By his will we have been made holy through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. And every priest stands day after day serving and offering the same sacrifices again and again, sacrifices that can never take away sins. But when this priest had offered one sacrifice for sins for all time, he sat down at the right hand of God, where he is now waiting until his enemies are made a footstool for his feet. For by one offering he has perfected for all time those who are made holy. And the Holy Spirit also witnesses to us. For after saying, This is the covenant that I will establish with them after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws on their hearts, and I will inscribe them on their minds. Then he says, Their sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no longer. Now, where there is forgiveness of these, there is no longer any offering for sin, drawing near to God in enduring faith. Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the sanctuary by the blood of Jesus, by the fresh and living way that he inaugurated for us through the curtain, that is, through his flesh, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a sincere heart in the assurance that faith brings, because we have had our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed in pure water. And let us hold unwaveringly to the hope that we confess, for the one who made the promise is trustworthy. And let us take thought of how to spur one another on to love and good works, not abandoning our own meetings as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging each other, and even more so because you see the day drawing near. For if we deliberately keep on sinning after receiving the knowledge of the truth, no further sacrifice for sins is left for us, but only a certain fearful expectation of judgment and a fury of fire that will consume God's enemies. Someone who rejected the law of Moses was put to death without mercy, on the testimony of two or three witnesses. How much greater punishment do you think that person deserves who has contempt for the Son of God and profanes the blood of the covenant that made him holy and insults the spirit of grace? For we know the one who said, Vengeance is mine, I will repay. And again, the Lord will judge his people. It is a terrifying thing to fall into the hands of the living God. But remember the former days when you endured a harsh conflict of suffering after you were enlightened. At times you were publicly exposed to abuse and afflictions, and at other times you came to share with others who were treated in that way. For in fact, you shared the sufferings of those in prison, and you accepted the confiscation of your belongings with joy, because you knew that you certainly had a better and lasting possession. So do not throw away your confidence, because it has great reward. For you need endurance in order to do God's will, and so receive what is promised for just a little longer. And he who is coming will arrive and not delay. But my righteous one will live by faith. And if he shrinks back, I take no pleasure in him. 
but we are not among those who shrink back and thus perish, but are among those who have faith and preserve their souls. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Gracious and righteous and holy God, we thank you for your word today. As we sit with all the different Old Testament requirements of sacrifice, as we're reminded of Jesus Christ, you as the greatest sacrifice and high priest, we are grateful. We are grateful that you, you, Jesus, you did what bulls and pigeons and what no animal could possibly do. You have paid the debt of our sins forevermore. We express gratitude to you and entrust ourselves to you. We are reminded of the holy, holy, holiness of your word and your commands. Our God, we're reminded that these bodies that we have, every bit of their movement, Every thought of the brain, every breath that we breathe is to be given as a form of worship to you, that we are indeed not our own. And as we reflect on all of those restrictions in terms of how we use our bodies sexually, we are reminded that Jesus, you even created a higher standard, that any man who looks on a woman with lust has already committed adultery in his heart. Your standard is even higher. And so we find ourselves, O oh God, at times recognizing our weakness and our sinfulness. But God, today, instead of turning to hopelessness, instead of attempting to clean up your word, to change it in some way, shape, and form, instead of those things, great high priest, we surrender ourselves to you. We entrust our body, thoughts, and desires over to you. We entrust ourselves to our maker. And we thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ, the blood that is effective, the blood that does persevere, the blood that never ever fails. So where and when we fail, we are reminded of the great power of your blood. Thank you, O God, for your mercy and your grace and for calling us your people to be holy. For you, our God, is indeed holy. Amen and amen. The First Nations Version is a translation of the New Testament that captures the simplicity, clarity, and beauty of Native storytellers in English, while remaining faithful to the original language of the Bible. Here a reading from one of this week's passages, Hebrews chapter 10, verses 21 through 23. Since we have such a great chief holy man, who was head man of Creator's family lodge, let us draw near with honest hearts, trusting fully in what the Chosen One has done. For our hearts have been washed clean from guilt and shame, and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us get a firm and steady hold on this hope we say is ours. For the one who made the promise to us can be fully trusted. Whether you are native or not, you will experience the scriptures in a new way. As a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code THEWORD. That's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivpress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, 
whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee. Thank you.